date to your potential, inspiring, educating, and empowering single members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Our hosts are Peggy Matheson, betrayal trauma recovery expert, and Sharon Collier, certified life and relationship coach. Okay, here we go. You're on, Sharon. Oh, we're on. <laughs> yeah. Yay. Welcome back, Sharon. Oh my gosh, it's been so Tell us what's been going on with you, why we've missed you so much. Ten puppies. Uh, I, I decided to breed my dog, and she had ten. Yes, ten. Labradoodles. Labradoodles. They're, they're so cute. They're gorgeous. But there's ten of them, and Mom got sick. Peggy knows this. And I've been... Overwhelmed. I've, yes, I've been <laughs> overwhelmed. I've been mother dog. You've been mother dog. I've been mother dog. So we're at four weeks. Yay, we're making progress with puppies. Mother dog is being mother dog again. So happy to be back. I'm so happy to have you back. We've had a had a, some good times, you know, with different interviews with people, but here we are. We're back yes, on the bandwagon. Thank you for taking over for me. Oh my gosh. The first time she took over with a day's notice. I was so impressed. So <laughs> impressed. Thank you so much for doing that. It's a God thing. God does this stuff you know, for us. You know, sometimes he really does. Yeah. So today we're going to be talking about what's your why date, yes. dating for success. We do this in yes. business, but do we do this in our relationships? Let's think about this. I know. I, I don't think we do. As a dating coach, I hear a lot of people actually use the words, I have no idea what I'm doing. And I'm like, you know, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Let's figure this out. <laughs> you know, let's figure this out. Let's make a little plan. And so um, I'm super excited about this subject. Yes. So what's your why? Yes. This is a really, people do this all the time in business. Yes. You figure out what your why is. And when people know your why, they get excited about it. Yes. They get excited about what you're doing. What is your why in dating? Now, you might say, well, I don't want to be lonely. I want to have a family. I want to, but those aren't, I want to get married. Those aren't really what we're talking about here. We know everybody probably wants those kinds of things. Right. And those are just a reaction to being lonely or thinking you need to do something with your life. But we want to get more specific about what is your why. Why are you dating? Yeah. So I wrote down my why. I went through this whole, I wrote down some stuff. I took a couple of days to do it. I went back and looked at it again. And I'll tell you what my why is. So you guys have an idea of what we're talking about here. Yes. But my why is I date to have fun. Learn and grow, because growth is my middle name, right. and that's what relationships are about. Gospel right there. That's the gospel in a nutshell. Right. And to find someone I can easily partner with through the rest of this life and throughout eternity. I love it. Love it. It had nothing to do with your ex getting married. <laughs> it had nothing to do with your self-esteem. I don't love me, so someone else needs to love me. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That is a wonderful, wonderful why. I love that because no, most people cannot tell me the why. Why, why are you dating? Oh. Well, and then what happens is they get on autopilot. Yes. And it's like there's no goals. There's no plan. Let's just let's – we're just mm -hmm. going to like throw the paint on the wall and see if it turns into something beautiful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so we're here to help you with some specifics and – Sharon's got some great ideas we're going to talk about today on how to create a dating plan and writing out what's your why 
you yes. know. Yes, and hang on, because at the end, our bonus material. Oh, we've got some bonus material uh, at yes, the end. Our, our, um, our bonus. One of our favorite subjects yes. at the end. We always have favorite subjects. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a bunch of helpful tips at the end. Because first, I, w- I did what I wanted to talk about making a plan. And that sounds so not romantic. <laughs> That we're going to make a plan, but, you know, I just said it. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And this happens in dating as well. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is being in a good place. Now, Peggy helps hundreds of people with their baggage, right? Yeah. She's she's the trauma coach. And she has a very important job, and this is why I paired off with her, because so many people are suffering with past traumas and just so much baggage. So I, the first thing you really need to do is just be in a good place. Just be in a good place with yourself. And, um, you know, I just said that too. If you don't love me, you know, or I don't love me, so you need to love me. People think that that's the answer. You know, I feel bad about myself, but if somebody just loved me, I could love myself. And that is not what's going to happen. What's going to happen if you put yourself out there that way is that you're going to end up in a really unhealthy relationship. You're putting yourself out there in kind of a desperate way. Yeah. And, you know, you make bad choices when you're in a desperate way. So um, the first thing I wanted to talk about was like deciding what you want. You First, we want to decide our why, but decide on what you want. And maybe that's the place you're in. I want to kind of combine those two. Um, maybe you're out there just looking for friends. Maybe because you know you still have some work to do on your baggage. And so you're just looking for a friend group. So I'm going to encourage everybody, if, you, if this is the place you're in, go to activities. How, yes. Especially if you live in Utah, California. I, I understand California had a whole, they have a huge singles group. I didn't realize that they have a lot of activities, firesides and dances and things as well. But if you're looking for friends, if you're in that place where you need to get out and get social, go to a lot of activities and find your tribe. Yes. It's so important to have a tribe. Yes. And and you had talked about if you are in a place where you have options for different groups of people you can hang out with, you want to find people that really, that fit well with you. Yes. That are doing things you really love, not yes. just going out and saying, oh, I'm going to yeah, do I'm all of this stuff. I'm just going to be social stuff. and, yeah. and roll along with everybody. Yes, you but want to, you know. explore. Explore. Yeah. And explore what you like mm-hmm. and where you feel comfortable. I've had um, multiple clients who I have, they've been like, oh, I don't want to date. I was like, well, you don't have to date. Like right. come to a conference mm-hmm. and make connections. I mean, some of the girlfriends you know, girlfriend to girlfriend, this is so supportive of yes. guy friends to support each other. Yes. That can be such a, a beautiful part of this whole dating journey is just making friends and well, socializing yes, and we're connecting. we're social beings and we need that. Yes. You know, and I understand as I go through these, there's introverts that are going to want to crawl under the table when I talk about some of these. <laughs> and there's a plan for you too. Yeah. <laughs> Remind me to, to catch up us on, uh, on the introverts because literally most of these things are going to make them want their skin crawl. Um, so there's, you know, finding friends. Um, maybe you're in a place where your baggage, like you're, you're getting in a good place and you, and you understand the baggage and you're getting rid of it. Um, so you want to go out and play the field. Yeah. I'm going to call the next step playing the field where you just go out and date a lot of people. A lot of different people because you learn, like you said, you want to learn and grow in your dating experience. You learn a lot by contact with other people. Yeah. Uh, you and learn some a lot of those, about yourself. Some of those dates might be, you know, something suitable for Seinfeld, but right? <laughs> and other, others of them might be really boring and that's okay. Yeah. Learn it's, about yourself. I mean, I remember when I started dating, I knew that I needed to take that step. I wasn't in any place to start dating 
seriously, but I knew I needed to go through the experience of, holy cow, I was married for 34 years and now I'm sitting across another, a different man. And how am I going right. to do this? How am I yes. going to respond? This is yes. so awkward. Yes. But I knew I had to take those steps to get myself to in a better position. And so, you know, it's exploration. It's, it's yes. learning. Well, and learning what you like and what you don't like. There's going to be things that you just like you know, turn you completely off and you're going to be like, okay, I know I do not like that. And there's going to be some things that surprise you. Yes. And you can have, like, you, you'll find things in one person. You go, oh, I really like that. And I really want that. Yes. But that doesn't mean you have to marry that. That was, I mean, that, that's that the right person, person for you. But, yes. but it's all that experience that you get um, right. as you're going through take, playing the field. Yes. playing the, And also people always tell me, um, you know, I don't know where to find people. So when you're out there playing the field, get online. Get online. There's still people online. I would love to bring online dating back. A lot of people get really frustrated with that. Um, you need to have a positive attitude about online dating. <laughs> people say there's no good people out there. Don't have that attitude. Um, well, it all depends on how you you use it as a tool. Yes. And you be smart about it. You yes. be smart about mm-hmm. and go, no, 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 no. Yes. yes. No, no, yeah. no. Yes, no, yes. And realize and, that there's crap out there and there's people doing stuff they shouldn't be doing and just like yes. rise above it. You know, yes. And just I just know that from the beginning. Um, um, online dating, networking. I tell people, tell everybody, I'm, get, I'm ready to date and I want to date a lot. And you know, have them set you up on blind dates. But here's the key to blind dates. I've talked about it before. Make sure you give them like three criteria. If somebody's setting yes, you up. Yes, if, if they're setting you up. Don't just say you're single and they're single, and so I set you up. That's that's crap. So I'll tell people. That is not a good plan. That is not a good plan. <laughs> I'll tell people, I really like hiking. I like movies. And I like eating out. And so it's like, okay, so this guy really loves a good quality restaurant, and he loves hiking. So I'm going to set you up. Great. So, yes, so give people some criteria and so it needs can, to be within my day, my age yes, range, right? Age, yeah. Oh my gosh, the age range for sure. But yeah, give people criteria and just tell everybody, especially if like you have a hobby, like you like the equestrian place, like you like riding horses or something, tell those people. I'm looking for someone who loves horses that's, that's cute and this age and that also likes movies, right. you know, romantic comedies or whatever. And so places that you like to do things, that's a great place to find somebody that you have things in common with. Right. Yes, I like. I want to go back to the networking thing here yes. really quick because I, 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 I know we have a lot of conversation at LDS activities, and I just came back from the Nauvoo conference, and I, there was a lot of conversation from people who live in Oklahoma and Arizona yes. and different things that are mm-hmm. happening in those areas um, about networking, and that you know different ages. It's okay. Just know that you're networking. You're making con- yes. you're, the bigger your network, the more connections you can make. The more somebody knows somebody that knows somebody. Yes. And so, if we think a little more, and that's very business minded. Yes. That's very much like make a plan. Let, let's let's think maybe a little more about networking rather than oh, I have to be here to find someone today, right? Yes, yes, yes. And have some fun with this. Think of it huh. as an adventure. I think if you think of it as a chore, it's going to be a chore. But if you think of it as an adventure, you're going to have fun with it. And so for me, I'm, a, I'm an extreme extrovert. Getting to know new people is really fun. So for some of the introverts, they're like, uh. It's hard. <laughs> it's a little bit harder. It's challenging. And it, that's where, that's where like, if you're going to get set up with somebody, that's when the criteria come in. Because introverts don't want to go out and get to know everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, and they're not the ones that are going to be an activity and, you know, find a whole lot of people and be able to approach a whole lot of people. I mean, 
Well, and for me, I I consider myself more of an introvert than an extrovert. And so when I get, I mean, I, I had this this last weekend where I walked into the room at one point, there were, it was lunch and there were a ton of people there and I didn't know anyone. I'm like, dude, I'm walking out. I, I right. can't, I can't handle this and I need to find some, some of my tribe, some of my people. And yes. I did have some friends there. And so I just went and did something else and came back when I saw some of my friends and thank goodness right. one of my girlfriends had saved us seats, which was great. So, but but you find something to connect to. You yes. know yourself, yes. know it, know what you need. If you're more of an introvert and you're like, okay, I'm going to try this activity, then figure out how you can manage your way through it. Because yes. for me, it's like, I've got to connect with someone and I've yes. got to do it pretty quick. You've got to have the wingman. Right. Yeah. And I, I need to, and sometimes I, I don't always get that, but I just know that I'm doing an exercise for myself and yes. it doesn't have to end in any certain way, but it's just an exercise in stretching myself. Right. So, you know, think about those things as you move forward. Right. Well, I have a guy friend and um, I used to talk him into, I used to have a Taco Tuesday group. We're talking so fast. Oh, you sorry. This? I, I'm talking um, fast I'm so excited too. about this subject because I just don't think people talk about it enough. But um, this guy friend came to one of my Taco Tuesdays. I talked him into it and met a girl there and I could see they were connecting. I could see she was interested in him and he was interested in her. And But he wouldn't, he wouldn't come out and just say, you know, he wouldn't flirt with her or anything. I mean, he had a little bit of a flirt on, but he's like, hey, what do you do for a living? He asked her. And then um, she told him and he's like, that's awesome. And then he asked the next girl next to her, what do you do for a living? And he went around the table. So as an introvert, he got to know her by getting to know everybody. So he <laughs> so, managed yes, that situation. Yeah, he totally managed it. But then he popped in on a messenger on Facebook and just asked her out, just flat out just went, hey, would you like to go out with me? And she was like, yes. You know, Great. so it was just really funny. But he goes, I hyperventilated. He goes, it took me so long to hit go on that <laughs> message, you know. So <laughs> introverts, there. <laughs> you just have to stretch yourself. You do stretch yourself. And but it's going gonna, it's it's gonna to pay off. It's a great story. They dated for a year and it just it just never connected. But um, it was a great experience for him. Sure. And he's just super happy that he knows her. And anyways, but um yeah, so introverts, there, <laughs> all this social stuff we're talking about, there is a place for you in it, I promise. And then there are some people that date specifically because they're aiming for marriage. Yes. Which, you know, all these things apply to that. Yes. All the things we've talked yes. to apply to that. But there are some people that they're not ready for that. That's not why they're dating. They're That's just right. socializing. But mm -hmm. some people are ready for that. Yes. And you people that are ready for marriage, this means you're in a good place. This means you are a happy person. You're living a happy, well-balanced life. I talk about the well-balanced life all the time, right? Your life is full and full of friends and, and service and spirituality and adventures. You're living this full life. And so you're ready for marriage. What do you do? You do all of it. <laughs> you do all of it. You could even put it on a calendar. You could what? put your social life on a calendar. The things that you want to do, the act, you go to every activity, you're online, you're networking with people, like you're serious about you're this. You're working it. You are working it. And of course, you're going to make time for dates, date night on your calendar if you're going to do the calendar. But and especially in Utah, there's something every night. There's family home evening groups. There's, there's hiking. Game nights and hiking. And, and movie nights and uh, dancing. Oh yeah, dances and, and all this stuff. And plan the things that you like to do because you want to find somebody who likes to do what you like to do. Right. Especially this stage in our lives. Right. And I just want to say probably don't need to say, well, maybe I do need to say it, but listen to yourself. What do you need when you need it? Yes. And 
these are all great things and great options. This, you know, God's going to tell you where to go and what to do if you're in tune with him yes. on it. So just wanted to put that little plug in there. Yeah, I love That's a great little plug. That is a great little plug. Um, so yeah, so make your plan. If you're looking for marriage, plan. You know what? I need a little more spirituality, just like you said. I'm going to go to family home evening, or I'm going to go to scripture study night. They used to do like an institute night at one of the buildings up in Draper. Oh, really? I wanna, yeah, they used to do a scripture study night. I went once. And, I know there's some yeah. going on now, too. And yeah. there's people that get together and go to ceilings in the temple and stuff like that. Yes, so. and so if you need more spirituality, do that. If you need more exercise, go hiking. And take it you on know? yourself to do it if you're not finding it where you're at. You be you the know, leader. Yes. You be the one. Yes, and so it's, you know, and just, and, and stick to that. Yeah. Don't say it's not working and keep a positive attitude. I can't even tell you how important that is to go out and start dating. And, you know, I hear people say all the time, there's just no good people out there. That, uh, that's who you're going to find if that's your right. attitude. You've got to, we're going to, that's yes. going to be part of the bonus material we're going to yes. talk about in just a minute. <laughs> yes. So just keep a really good attitude and tell everybody your intention. You know, it's like, this is my intention. I'm, you know, I want to get married and this is my goal. And, you know, and ask for help if you need help. Absolutely. So, so what are some helpful tips? Um, okay. Helpful tips while you're putting yourself out there. Know the hazards, also known as red, red flags. flags. Red flags. Do some studying. Do some study. We could go into red flags and it would take us a half an hour. <laughs> That's right. Um, but part of that, and we did, a, you need to go to our Healthy Relationships um, podcast. If you haven't, there, it's a two-part two-part podcast. Um, decide that you want a health, healthy relationship and know the red flags. Know when somebody's pushing your boundaries. Know when the behavior is just... Um, maybe a personal problem on the other person's part, not just something that can be fixed. So know your red flags for sure. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Um, second one is be aware. There is, an, I'm going to call it the infatuation period. <laughs> um, there is a one to four month period that we have really thick rose colored glasses on. And, and it's so much fun. And it's so much fun. And it's just not totally real. <laughs> and it, it just isn't. And a lot of times, this infatuation period, like the relationship just dies off. Like maybe one or both parties just lose interest. Because this is just kind of how love works and our chemicals and everything. The chemicals just kind of start fading away. And if you've gone through this, you probably have noticed that the things that didn't bug you about this person that started bugging you about this person were there the whole time. Sure. You know, and it's like all of a sudden you're bugged. It's like, do they really eat that loud or do their feet really smell that bad? Or, or you know, you just start getting annoyed with the person, but it's there all the time. You just have these thick rose-colored glasses on. And so when I tell people to take their time in relationships – and I've literally seen people get married and divorced within four months, married and separated Ooh. within four months. They've got married at the two and a half month part, you know, point, and then six weeks later, it's like, I don't want to be married anymore. And I've witnessed this a couple times in my widow group, and it's really super sad. It is sad, and it's, it's, it's hard. And it's avoidable. It is. So, I mean, so when I tell people, like, LDS culture it's kind of like a badge of honor. Oh, we met in two months and married. Not only that, not only a badge of honor, but I think people really get confused with the spirit. Yes. And emotions. Yes. And so they, they're thinking that this is the spirit. 
Yes. And it's it's not. And we do have that. I mean, if you watch some of our, if you listen to some of the meetings, I mean, I, some of the meetings I was at this past weekend, there was some that was like bearing a testimony of the conference is different than bearing a testimony of Jesus Christ yes. and the gospel. Yes. And so just be really aware. Are you jumping on those bandwagons of emotions and flying on those? Yes. And, or are you on solid ground with your, you know, with what you see and what you feel. And, and I mean, like for me, I, I just have to be aware of it. Yeah. You know, I have to look at and go, whoa, those, woo, whoa, those emotions those are butterflies. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying, I'm looking at this like this rose color. Ooh, this is a good picture. Especially if you're kissing, you've got all those great oh, yeah. love chemicals going on. But you can you know? be aware of that at the yes. same time. Yes. And just, and really, and that's when it's really important to be noticing the red flags, when, yeah. as, especially when it's really, really yeah. hard. But I tell everybody, just take your time. You don't need to get married in four months. You don't need to get married in five months. And right. I it could be completely, completely right. And you wait a year because Sharon said to wait a year. And it's like, oh, we could have gotten married at two months. But you know what? If you wait a year, you know that much more about that person. There's some fewer surprises anyways. It's, it's, it's You have more power and control yes. and, and because you have more knowledge about that. Yes. Yeah. So I think this whole, the LDS thing about feeling the spirit and emotions. Yes. You just have to be really aware of that. Yes. As you as you move into relationships and not and take off those rose colored rose colored glasses. Yes. And give and, yourself and, time. And, and you know what? Just because you have them on for four months and they come off doesn't mean that person's wrong for you. But if you've lost interest after four months, that's most likely what's gone on. It's just this major infatuation, this excitement, you know, all the butterflies and everything. And so it's just something to be aware of. Yeah. It's just something just to keep on the front of your brain and just, you know, try to keep your feet on the ground, like you said. Yeah. Okay. The next thing is, is if you're putting yourself out there, you need to accept the fact that there will most likely be rejection and heartache. And this is a hard thing to wrap your brain around unless you're going through it, but you will most likely go through this. Everybody will. Yes. They just can't. I mean, really, if you're going into dating and thinking that's not going to hit you, then you're you're sorely mistaken in setting yourself up for some really difficult times. Yes. And then people beat themselves up for having these normal emotions. Rejection hurts. It hurts doesn't bad. matter. It doesn't matter if you knew the relationship was wrong. It doesn't matter if this was a horrible person. Rejection just hurts. And you need to know, especially I talked to the widows and the widows about this, if you're grieving and you put yourself out in the dating pool too soon... You're setting yourself up for grief again. This is grief. Yeah, this it's is grief it's a loss. It's, yes. it's a loss. And we need to, when we've all experienced it in one way or another, whether it's in work or relationships or whatever it is, but be know that you've got you've got the capacity and breathe through those times and just go, okay, this isn't about me. This is just about the way the process works. Yes. It's just like it's just like they say in business fail and fail and mm-hmm. fail because that's until you succeed because that's yes. the game. And hopefully you're learning from your failures. Right. And that is part of it. I strongly believe that. I The more I see and the more I date and the more I socialize, the more I talk to people, I do believe that this is a part of the plan that we go through these relationships and get rejected sometimes yes. and experience different kinds of people before we're ready f- to be in that you know, to hopefully, be in a really good place, uh, yeah, to be in a good place and then get into that really good relationship. Yes. But it's just important to know that that's, that's kind of what you're up for. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, if you know that from the get go, it's kind of like, you know, you can kind of process yourself through it. Okay. We ready for the bonus? The bonus. This was Peggy's idea and I love it. (laughs) Well, it's the stories we tell ourselves that create us, that can create so many problems. And I've caught myself doing this. It's very, very human to do. We see someone and we tell this whole story around them. I mean, Mm -hmm. I've heard people jump to conclusions about someone that just walked into the room and I'm like, really? Oh, I'm sure he smells so good. (laughs) You just didn't give him a chance or you, or you, you know, whatever it mm-hmm. is, or you just put him on a pedestal. Blah, blah, yes. Blah. Yes. I, I've, I've heard guys talk about this, about, uh, I've had guys say to me, um, well, you're, you're too busy and that's why I didn't ask you out. It's like uh, that. And I told him straight up, that's a story you just told yourself. Yes. I am busy and I make time to date. Yes. It's like, and, and so what is that about? Is that about him not Feeling wanting... Feeling insecure. Yeah. If you don't know Peggy, she's gorgeous. Oh, thanks. She's gorgeous and confident. <laughs> like, she rules the room. Oh. Um, so I to you, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Um, but no, we tell ourselves negative stories. You know, oh, I can't ask that guy out because of this reason. Or And it's like, you don't know. Has somebody looked at your calendar? How do they know you're busy? Right. You know, how do you know that guy's not going to say yes to you? Or how do they know that girl's not going to say yes to you? It's like, what place are you in that you're doubting yourself? Because right. I can tell you guys, most girls want to get asked out. We do. And we most girls want to get asked on the dance floor, too. I go to the dances all the time, and I'm wondering why are the men not asking. And exactly. I really think, you know, one of my friends said, you know, he's 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 shy. And I'm like, you are not shy. <laughs> but what yeah. it really is, is that he, when he finds someone he's interested in and he likes, he, he backs off because he's afraid of relationships. That's, yes. that's your work, friends. Yes. That's your work. That's when you need to go get some help. Because you, you can work through those things and change that. So you don't, so you don't have that self-sabotage going on. Yes. When you find someone you really connect with, you, and you back up and you back off, yes. that's your work. That's yes. something to, to, to really start to yeah, explore yes. and ask questions and try and and to get some and, help and change yeah. those stories that you have about yourself. Yeah. Um, another thing I, I listen to a lot is people make up almost a fantasy story. You know, they meet a person, they really connect, and they're like, okay, we're going to buy a blue house with the white picket fence. And they create this whole story in their head. In fact, I've done that on the phone with people. Like, I've connected with a guy on the phone, and we start talking about, you know, it's like, oh, this is a long-distance relationship. Where would we live? And and, and you kind of do it together, and, and it's like this little fantasy world. But you get to the point, you get attached to that story. This is dopamine. This is where our dopamine, you know I love the chemicals. Um, this is where <laughs> dopamine comes in, and we attach ourselves to this story. So anything that's not this story makes us really sad or disappointed or even angry. And so it's important that we not tell ourselves these little fantasy stories. And this a lot of times happens in the infatuation period. Sure. This is, this is something that goes on in that infatuation period. But it's really important that we, you know, keep our feet on the ground again. I mean, our head in the stars is a wonderful thing. Rainbows and unicorns are awesome. They feel wonderful. But it's really important that we don't go into fantasy land and tell ourselves stories that may or may not be true and attach ourselves to those stories. 
That's true. I, as you were talking, I'm I'm almost laughing to myself, thinking of Cinderella running down the stairs and losing her glass slipper, and then yes. eventually Prince Charming does come and find her. And this whole yes. we're so full of these fantasies yes. in our head, and we've got. They're I mean, lovely. the media is really, yes. and it's all and it's all about dopamine. It's mm-hmm. all about that hit, and and so we got to be really careful. And the thing that needs to happen is we need to become really self-aware, like super honest with ourselves and say, what am I, ta- what story am I telling myself? Yes. This can happen when we've been rejected too. Oh, we exactly. tell a lot yes. of stories and like, yes. oh my gosh. We must not have been this or we must not right, have been that or right. she liked this more or she liked that more or yes. And it's like, it's like, let's get out of, let's separate the story out and, and realize that no, this is, I'm making up a story yes. and I can just let this go. And realize that... That you're not I, everybody's cup of tea, and right. it's okay. And it's not only okay, it's important. It's important, yes. That we... I mean, this is such an important process where the rejection process is so important because it, we don't want to be with someone that's not going to be our forever person. We don't want to yes. be with someone that's not going to be a good partner to us. So rejection, if you look at it, rejection is a part of gathering information yes uh, about where you should go and what what you should be focusing on and all of that yes and how many times do you hear people say oh my gosh you dodged a bullet and it's like it might not feel like that at the moment you know at the moment it's like no i just got dumped it's horrible so that's when but, you, you just know, yes. feel your feelings deal with yes. that and try to stop telling yourself stories that may not be true yes about that or yes. about other people cuz it's so sabotaging you can really destroy your chances with someone or yourself just just hurting yourself with those stories yeah a lot of times in the first four months in that infatuation period we know about 20 percent of who a person is and we make up the rest and when you think of it that way i love that yes you are telling yourself some big big stories but we do that we do that because it's romantic and it's fun and it's exciting and it feels good it feels good, it and it, feels it, good. and I've noticed that where it makes all the dopamine hit and all mm-hmm. of that, and and we've got to just be start being aware, yep. start really being aware of these things, and really take charge of your dating life with with figuring all of this stuff out. So we're kind of wrapping up here. You got your bonus stuff, you, which you is the stories you tell we tell ourselves. So anyway, and I don't know, we've never talked about this before, but Sharon and I do a great package together where we yes. do three and three, three with her, three with me. Yes, three sessions. Coaching. If you need help. If you need and help, go to our website. Yeah, and it's a it's a less expensive way to to get in and get some real good help really fast. Yes. And to shift your life so that you can start living your plan and and figuring out what you really want and going for it. Yes. If things are not working for you, you know, let us know. Let yeah. us know. Come. Take, take advantage of the plan. Peggy's going to help you with your baggage. I'm going to help you make a dating plan. Yeah. So here we go. This is great. Thank you for being with us. And episode 16 done. Check mark. Awesome. And go to our website and sign up for our package. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and that it inspired you on your dating journey. Please share this with anyone you think might benefit from what you've heard today and support.